I don't know either. Oh, it says you are live now. Okay, yeah, we're live. All right, what's going on, Brownie? Um, yeah, so that that ended up working out well. I went over there. We well, talked. Gotta, we're live now, so you got to say what you're talking about. And... Yeah, but I thought it was a cold open that we were pretending like like we weren't really talking. Oh, about. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I went on a podcast called On the Money Line. Uh, my buddy Matt and Casey Kid, and they do like gambling shit, and they don't know much about hockey. It was actually funny because. Matt was like talking. He's like, "Yeah, ice hockey." And he's like, "Well, you know, I don't know hockey, so I call it ice hockey." And I'm the like, fact "Yeah, called it ice hockey," which was fucking hilarious. I was like, "You know, you're not an expert in hockey when you call hockey ice hockey." And it, it was it was a good time. It was it was good. They asked me my top five like picks for the cup, like five people that you could see getting in, and I don't know, I don't know if I did a good enough job. And this made me realize that I think it's kind of a crapshoot this year. But I went. I go Toronto for sure, but they'll lose in the playoffs like they always do. So then, how's that a cup contender? Because they're a top five. They'll be in my in mind. They'll be a top five. My number two, which is a wild. I'm already at odds with you, but go ahead. My number two is the Penguins because Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson. Like the Penguins are a team that whenever the Rangers play, I'm like fuck. Like I really don't want to have to play these guys. My number three, I think my number three is uh, Edmonton. Okay. Um, just because of McDavid, but again, they won't win because of their goalie. Um, my number actually four... to interrupt you real quick. There's been some scuttlebutt that uh, Edmonton might come calling for Olmark. Could see that. I still don't think I, I know he won a Vesna, but I'm still not convinced on him. He was on a really good team. Um, my number four was Carolina. Uh, just because they're always kind of a pain in the dick to play against. And then my number five was Vegas because they won last year and they know how to do it. I know it's hard to repeat, but. Those were like my five. Well, if there's one team that won't suffer the cup hangover, if I would think it would be Vegas, just because they have to deal with the Vegas flu on a on a weekly basis. Yeah, and they're always hungover. And I brought that up the Vegas flu because I was like, do you know any like betting things? And I was like, well, I know if a team has to play Vegas and they have the night off before they play Vegas in Vegas, I would probably bet Vegas. Like, there's yeah. like a crazy stat about that. And they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I went into like, I'm like, I'm really bad at betting. Like, if I tell you to bet something, bet the opposite because normally that'll come in. That's but fair. I, but the one thing I'm decent about is picking players' shots. So like yeah, that's the weirdest thing. And that's it, the weirdest brag ever, too. But yeah, way. but you want to know what if you want to make money, like the Rangers, the Benajad's gonna hammer the puck on the power play. If the Rangers play if the Rangers play a team that is heavily, heavily penalized and his shots are like three and a half, you you take that. I will say this about Sabinajad. Uh I watched the Rangers opening game of the season. I didn't think he was in the lineup till the third period. Yeah, I mean, is that, does that shock you, honestly? No, but it's it shocks – well, it does shock me because it surprises me every time. I'm like, this guy's talked about with the greatest players in the NHL. No, he's just, not. Yes, he is. Every time – every all the – no, no, I'm saying in all the NHL promotions, they promote Zabinijad for the Rangers all the time. And then when you watch the game, he disappears for like 40 minutes. If you, were to, pro- if you were to promote anybody on the Rangers, who would you promote? Me personally? I have two. Not you, you gotta, personally, for the league, because you're going to say you got to promote like, Adam Fox. Fox. It's Adam Fox and Igor. Those would be my two. Shesterkin, and then I would say Truba. Uh, if they were smart, they'd promote Miller and Lindgren. If I would just ISO camera Lindgren personally. Yeah, dude, he uh, he's a fucking warrior. So oh, um, Goodrow, maybe. Barkley Goodrow, yeah, dude. That's, that's you want to know how to get uh, more asses in the seats is you promote Barkley Goodrow. Uh, three people watching live till I said Barkley Goodrow. No. Yeah, and then they left. So, <laughs> all right, intro music. Let's do this thing. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to 
We are so live right now, not like not just like on a podcast standpoint, but we're actually live on Facebook and I think like Instagram and Twitter yeah, I just put it out them. while you were talking. Yeah, I'm sharing it. We're just gonna start doing this, I think, just because why? Why the fuck not? See if we keep us on our toes, baby. I think so too. Plus, it'll like kind of you know ground me a little bit to not say anything so problematic. So that's pretty good. Um, welcome right, back, let's, episode three. Let's test, that. let's test that out. So this weekend, I went down to P Town. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we, we already talked about this. And I think what I said to you is fine. P-Town is a notoriously known gay community, correct? No, notorious is the, the... Is that bad? Well, notorious has the, the stigma of, um, like, bad. Oh, like, I didn't. I didn't mean. See, that's that's where that's that's the your side and my side because I did not even think about that. That would be a bad. I I meant your like side or my like, side. That's that's the definition of the word. No, I don't. I I guess maybe. Well, Conor McGregor is not bad, and he's notorious. B, Biggie wasn't bad, and he was a notorious. Big. But they. But it's leaning into the bad boy thing. So I think that's I, where well. It gay boy, gay well, guys I, can't be bad boys whatever, too. Whatever. I was just gay, trying gay to guys me. can't be bad boys too, Brownie. <laughs> well, actually, it was Women's Week, so I was okay. Uh, they didn't give Gabriel? a shit about me. The funniest thing is we're in this, we're in this, the venue for the comedian, Judy gold. Uh, and we're in the venue and, uh, she goes, um, what'd she say? She goes, any straight men here. And the woman in front of me who I didn't even speak to when we were walking in or talk to at all turns around and goes right here. And I'm like, what? it was so funny my wife was dying laughing it was so funny fair enough yeah. fair enough so was yeah, time. Time. yeah yeah oh yeah i love going down t-town it was, it was a fun time we had a lot of drinks a lot of food a lot of walking walked all around and we were down there for like i don't know like 10 or 11 hours or something we had a blast though that's pretty cool hey then the other yeah. thing i wanted to tell you uh i watched um on netflix the david beckham documentary yeah what do you think i thought it was really good it was awesome, I thought. Oh, you watched it. All right. I didn't know if you had watched well, it. Well, I thought I didn't we talk about this last week? You were gonna and then we we're gonna talk about it, but I didn't know if you felt followed through. Yeah, uh, dude, posh spice takes it in the ass. Don't you remember that's like the chant that the crowd oh, started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy that that was like <clears throat> I don't know how many people, like twenty thousand people chanting that. Probably more. Those are huge <clears throat> stadiums. But dude, the, the the I forgot how good he was at soccer it's, it's i think like they made amazing. him sound better than no 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 i i was living down the keys for a lot of that and when i was down the keys uh all my friends were like english irish scottish so i i ended up learning a lot about soccer through them and oh, wow. um he was a legit i mean he's the captain of the of england in the world cup right and to think what he went through as yeah. a 23 year old kid holy smokes and like when he was the most hated player. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. And then he was the captain the next time there was a World Cup. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it was great. Uh, guys, this is a hockey podcast. So yeah, um, <laughs> th thank you guys for joining us. Episode 301. I want to give everybody a quick shout out who came on last week. Episode 300. I thought that was very well done. I had so many people reach out to me about the crazy British dude, which I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, it was it was Wait, awesome. Can I tell you something about him. So I went to the uh, we went to. Northeastern versus uh, who did they beat? Uh, 
I'm blanking. Oh, it was a BU. BU at Northeastern last Saturday, two Saturdays ago. And uh, so he and I and his kids went. My daughter bailed at the last minute, so it was just his kids. But we're sitting there, and I'm sitting there talking with Katie Knoll's parents. Yeah. And we're sitting, like, next to – I was sitting next to her dad in the stands. And we are just kind of shooting the shit. And he, and they were telling me how they loved the podcast. It was so funny and everything. Thank and you. Yeah, thank you. Stick taps. And uh, I go, oh, did you like Alistair Poppycock? And uh, they go, oh, he was so funny. I go, he's right here. And my buddy Johnny's like, hello. Like, didn't even miss a beat. <laughs> That was that was wild. I had so many people reach out. Hal texted me. He was like, "What the fuck was that?" I was like, "I, I, I, I was like, I'm so answer. glad I didn't, I didn't answer Brownie's text." Yeah, probably. Uh, the only thing that would have been better is if you had Hal dress up like Alexander oh. Poppycock. Oh, I can get, I can barely get Hal to respond to a text. I'm going to be yeah, able to get him to dress up. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, everybody who came on, that was really really cool. Uh, we appreciate you all. Yep. That was sick. I had a great time. Got a couple new followers on the gram. That was sick. So, um, but yeah, uh, even more importantly, not that that wasn't important, but the NHL season has begun and it seems like things are starting to fall into place. Dude, life is starting to matter again. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's really, really good shit. Um, my Rangers, I'm pretty happy about, I don't know how you're feeling about your bees. I feel like you're probably feeling pretty good. Undefeated. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of hat tricks. There's been a lot of shit going on. There's been some fucking good fights, dude. Branson yeah. went with uh, Clem Costin the other night, which was sick. Shout out to Southpaw if you're listening to this. You, I know you watch that. You sick fuck. Wi-Fi um, and Revo. Wi-Fi, yeah. That which, I which I don't think was, I don't think that's the last time we're gonna see that this year. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a ton to talk about. We're gonna kind of do our little preview. We're gonna go over some stuff, some makeovers, and then um. Fire it up, yeah, man. I think uh, let's just kind of hop into it. So without further ado, let's do a little Mia Culpa, which, by the way, she probably should have came on the pod for being yeah, honest. Yeah, Mia, if you're listening, we missed you. Yeah, like, we're not mad, right, Brownie? You're not mad? Just, just disappointed. Disappointed, so. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Kat and Brownie. I All think right, it's just, fucking hilarious that you found a, a girl named Mia Culpa to do Mia Culpa. That's <laughs> awesome. So the Bruins rookie center that I could remember, his name it's his name is Matt. His last name is P-O-I-T-R-A-I-S. Yeah, dude. I, he, got, he had a fucking assist first game, didn't he? Yeah, the yeah, first goal of the year, yeah. But I couldn't remember his name. And I've heard it pronounced Patois. I've heard it Patrias. I'm just calling Matty P. Are you excited? Like, obviously you had you're, – you're probably sad that Bergeron and Krejci's is gone. But, like – you have this kid, you have Beecher. Like yep. you're starting to see some baby ruins. It's been a while since yeah. we saw some baby ruins. Agreed. So like, and I was texting Hal about. It. I'm like, Beecher fit right the fuck in. Yep. And then you I'm have this talk dude, about him in the Bruins. The point, so it was, it was, it was weird though for me. Oh yeah. Like, you know, like, and I can't imagine what it was like for you, but oh, it was, it brutal. was, it it was, was definitely weird. Yeah. Uh, Patrice Bergeron coming back was at the first game. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be back on the team come deadline. That's like the classic fucking coward Boston thing to do. Take the whole season off and then fucking come in when everybody else is hurt. Buddy, he's classic. a family guy. He, the, next year, the cap's going up $4 million, so we'll see you next year, Bergie. Um, okay. 
Uh, all right, so Gabe Landeskog will miss the entire season this year after going cartilage replacement surgery in his knee, which I understand it was experimental, kind of. So good good not, on him. Uh, not great. Right now, they're the heaviest, for them, no. heaviest favored team to win the cup right now. and Without Landeskog. That's pretty crazy. And yeah. with Georgiev, So <laughs> uh, I forgot about Jacob Markstrom's mask. I don't know if you saw this. Johnny Cash. It's sick. Remember, we talked about masks. You don't like yeah. Johnny Cash? I like Johnny Cash, but I think this is Jake and Markstrom trying to be the man. Do you think Jake and Markstrom actually has any idea who the fuck Johnny Cash is? Let's be real. I would think so. If he has him on like both sides in the back, I think. Okay. Uh, I double-checked this. 1979, both Bork and Bird won Rookie of the Year in their respective sports. Still had, crazy. That's still yeah. fucking nuts, dude. And had introductory press conferences, but Bird was technically drafted in 1978, but didn't play for the Celtics until 79. Yep. And just to put this in perspective, these are some other players that were drafted that year. And buckle Mark, the fuck up because this list is unreal. Yeah. Mark Messier, Don Mattingly, Johnny Joe Baseball, Montana, bud, Joe Montana, Phil Sims, Magic Johnson, and then, you know, Bork and Bird. And Bork okay, played I, for I have 22 a problem. Years. I have a problem with you putting Phil Sims in, the, in those names. I just have him for historic perspective just because okay. there are so many people that listen to this podcast. So, like, that guy played. That's fair. Okay, you know, I thought right. I thought like notoriety. That guy doesn't sniff. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. But he's on TV. He, did he win uh, a Super Bowl? Phil Sims, yeah, with the Giants. Yeah, how Taylor. many? Uh, one, I think. Okay. Uh, and this one I forgot for the NHL couples. I don't know how we forgot this. Friend of the podcast, Taze Thompson, Northeastern forward and all around good kid. Her and Tage, Taze and Tage. They're dating. No, but the remember uh, we were saying NHL couples like uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah, Tays yeah, and Tays. Kind of, so like, actually, I've they're talked, friends, so I don't think they would date. But I've talked to girls uh, who have been married, and they say it's a pain in the ass to change their name and all that shit. And like, she wouldn't have to. some do. Like that's pretty nice. Yeah, thing. that's what I'm saying. That's why I put it on there. Yeah. So Tays, if you're listening, I apologize if that's awkward because I know they're your families are very good friends, but. Yeah, and Taze, if you're listening, thanks for coming on last week. Wait. Okay, uh, so we're going to do NHL in the news now. Uh, before we get into this, you and I have to talk. I'm going to pull up my schedule. we got to figure out what game we're going to because the premier power forward and the captain got me fired up. Yeah, man. I am like... And I'm hoping I get some gear. Carp. Carp, if you're listening. Yeah, I, you put this way. The fact that he said that you'll get gear when you show up means I'm not getting gear till you show up. So he's probably got a bag. I know Carp. He's probably got a bag sitting in his office under his desk somewhere. And he's like, oh, I'll give it to these guys when Ked ever shows up. Things got cobwebs on it. like yeah, dip probably. Spit. But yeah. I will say, I got uh, quite the press pass this year. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but uh, I think they gave me. Dude, a little should we wait to talk to the Northeastern? I can't wait to hear about, it. dude. You have like you first started this Northeastern thing, and I was like, okay, like whatever, like kind of let them do it. And now I'm fully invested. Like <laughs> it's I, hard I, I, to there. It's it's a great program, and everyone involved is great. I think I still have a semester left of eligibility for club hockey too. So I told Carp I had like two two semesters, all right, two years left probably. Can you imagine if I went back to grad school in Northeastern? Act like they would even fucking let me in. That's, that's <laughs> a joke. Uh, all right, Barry Melrose, not a joke. No, has Parkinson's disease. Stepping away from ESPN to spend more time with his family. Barry Melrose, you remember him? Sick hair. 
Yeah. I think when I think mullet, I think of Barry Melrose. When I think of shampoo, I think of mane and tail. Just a fucking very well put together man. Adirondack hockey legend, which is like a little bit north of us. Um, He was the owner of the Frostbite. Uh, That was like an IHL team, which was essentially just a bunch of big dudes just beat the shit out of each other. Um, I learned this today on the podcast I was on earlier. He coached the Adirondack Red Wings to a Calder Cup in 91-92. I didn't know that. Um, Did some coaching with the Kings, but Barry Melrose, I think he was also in the movie Mystery Alaska. Pretty sure he made a cameo. Maybe. He was the one who was like, the Rangers shouldn't have to do this. This is a joke. Oh, no, that was that fucking dunce, Ed Olchek. No, he Ed Olchek was not in Mystery Alaska. Don't think so? Not a shot, dude. Good. Gary Melrose has so much more clout than Eddie Olchek, at least back yeah. then. And that back then, that's when clout mattered to me. Um, but T's and P's to Barry Melrose. By all yeah. accounts, a really good dude. Sucks. Fucking yeah. brutal. I figured I'd get the serious ones out of the way at the at the oh, boy. Okay. Um, NHL Pride Tape. The NHL came out and said that Pride Tape is not allowed. That this is not covered in the PBA, uh, and it's unclear what the punishment fine can be or if a player chooses to use Pride Tape. Connor McDavid, Brad Marsh, and Brian Burke have all spoken out against the ban, and some players have made statements that they will continue to wear the tape. You want to go? Or you want me to? I just I no I I'm not. You can go. I understand if you don't want to make the entire team wear a pride jersey or uh, indigenous nation or uh, Spanish heritage or Latin American heritage month. By the the way, shout out to a girl, Izzy, that I worked with when I was working in Nashville. She designed Nashville Predators. um, Hispanic heritage. Yeah. I'm I'm not like a jersey guy. But the Hispanic heritage usually are the best ones because well, they're like they're, all day. Yeah, the yeah. Well, yeah. they're they're the day of the dead thing. Yeah. It's like kind of theme, right? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my issue with this is if you want to take away the jerseys, take away the knights, that's the NHL's thing, and they they were not mandating anyone to wear them, right? That was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like when Provorov declined to wear it, he wasn't mandated to wear it. Well, if you're not going to mandate the guys to wear it, then how can you mandate them not to use the tape? You can't have it both ways. Yeah, I. You know what I'm saying? If they want to wear the tape in warmups, then wear the tape. Okay, I'm gonna say this. We're lying. I, We're I just don't, dude. I just don't really care. No, like, that's fine. That's. I like I like watching hockey. I like fucking seeing hockey news. And I don't know if that makes me a bad dude, but I watch hockey to separate myself from the what the fuck else is going on in the world. And I just I wish that people would just report hockey. Like that's. But I also feel really bad for people that are offended by this. Right. Is that is that okay? Like I, I genuinely you do, can like, have more than one feeling at a time. Yes, I for the people who genuinely are upset about this, I'm really really sorry. I just also feel like there's a ton of people that are pretending that they're upset about this. Just yes, that's like, fair, they, and that fucking pisses me off. That's where fair. I would rather fucking hear about other people shit. People are hijacking it for the emotional like. You would like fucking Austin Matthews scored back to back hat tricks the first two games of the year. We have like fucking Greg Wisniewski being like, Pride tape isn't allowed. Yeah, like, I personally would rather talk about Pride tape than Austin Matthews. So, well, that I mean, that is fair, but I just I do feel really bad for people that are affected by this. But like, dude, I just kind of want to watch hockey and I don't know if that makes me an asshole. Sorry. No, I think I think that's fine. All right, go ahead. Okay. Do you actually would you tell me if you didn't think it was fine? Yeah, I don't know if I would do it live, but 
Although well, we're I live. Would. You know, I, I realized <laughs> as I said that, I realized that. No, I would. Hey, I Brownie, think... I'll talk to you after the show, dude. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, my phone's going off. Oh, Brownie. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I think I would say I, I, I've told you plenty of times in the past of where I've disagreed with you. You know, 100%. So, I just, yeah. dude, I just want to fucking, dude, it's the it, hockey just started, dude. The I know. NHL's fucking back. Like, I want to talk about the shit that these dudes are doing on the ice, bro. The toe drags, the backhand sauce. The fucking big hits, the fights. That's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the same dude fucking tweeting out over and over and over again about this. When, like, does he actually even give a shit? Probably not. Talking about someone specific? A, a, a ton of people that are uh, right. specific about this. Um, All right, go okay. ahead. Uh, first suspension of the season. I know George Peros had to fucking get woken up from his nap. What a fucking coward <laughs> that guy is. But Brett Howden, former Ranger, two two games for his hit on Brandon Tenev. I would have given him a game. I don't know why two games. Like I don't think. I think he's just trying to set the tone, maybe at the I beginning. Guess. I don't. Brett Howden's not a dirty player. That's how. No, no, I don't know. But Brandon Tanov is is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the rationale was for two. Like but. I thought the Garnet Hathaway hit was way worse on Wrensky. I agree with you. I agree with you. And Hathaway got dinged five thousand dollars for kneeing Wrensky. I mean, dude, like it was like a cross body, but like of thighs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like well, that's that's what ended Cam Neely's career. Ulf Samuelson, dude. Yeah. Did he ever get a chance to get after him? No. Uh, once, and Ulf turtled. Did you know they had the same agent? No, I'll have to watch the video. Was it good? Like the cam? It wasn't. It was. It was. It was. It ended up being blue balls for Neely. I'm sure. Okay. He didn't get him like he wanted to get him. Okay. But they had the same agent <laughs> for a while, and the guy wouldn't even schedule them on the same day to come in the office. Ulf Samuelson used to get the Boston flu every time they had to play the Bruins. And you hate Samuelson, but he, he on the Rangers, he was a great player. Dirty, dirty as fuck, that guy. Um, Ulf. Uh, Ottawa announced that Daniel Alverson will move into a player development coaching role with the team. This is a no-brainer. Yep. Like kind of like the Mr. Perfect, I think. Well, I think I think this was due, this was a long time coming due to the previous ownership. And Alverson, if you remember, there's a clip. Remember when he fired a puck at Niedermeyer at the end of one of the games? It was Ottawa yeah, and yeah. Doxed and like all hell broke loose. Yeah. Um, but he's a bit of a savage. Yeah. Uh, Matt Murray underwent successful bilateral hip surgery. Expect to miss six day. I don't care. Uh, Logan Cooley <laughs> breaks news. Hey, this Fuck one's really Matt, cool. Matt Murray's never news, dude. Stop pretending like Matt Murray is going to be the fucking number one goalie of an NHL team. Okay, <laughs> but Dubas is gone. See you later. Logan Cooley this breaks Friday cool. the Breaks the Friday the 13th curse as he becomes the 14th player in NHL history to debut on Friday the 13th in the first to record a point. Coyotes played the Rangers last night. This Cooley kid's going to be good, dude. Oh, yeah. He fucking blew around Keandre Miller. Like, gone. Like, and yeah. Keandre Miller, you and I both well, are a pretty good skater. So well, let me ask like, you this. Was Keandre Miller, did he bite on a move? I didn't see it, but did he no, bite? No, went right around him. Oh, wow. Okay. Went right around him. And <laughs> I was like, okay, the kid's got fucking wheels. Oh, yeah, That's he can play. Sick. Arizona, like, I, at the, I'm obviously the joke of the league, but like, they have a lot of really good young kids right now yeah. where like they're kind of fucking fun to watch. You know, this Dersey kid, Dersey, mm-hmm. he's a defense, I think he's a defenseman. Yeah. His name was popping up every two seconds. I don't even know if he's young or not. I've just never heard of him. I was like, who the fuck oh, yeah. is he? You have to stay tuned for the whole podcast to see if Ked puts him in his playoff bracket. How's that no, for a teaser? Not a fucking shot, dude. Oh, Arizona, he just blew the whole tease. Well, I mean, that's not even a tease. All right, fair. Um, speaking of tease, who else was pumped to see Alex Kalorn play for the Ducks? Uh, he's, expect- <laughs> he's expected to be out for four to six after fracturing a finger in the preseason. Did you hear how he fractured his finger? No, was it sick? Trying to lift his stupid fucking shoulder pads. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, holy shit. No, because he's got those stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. shoulder pads. He has, the, he has the Scott Mellonby shoulder pads. Oh, uh, 
Jamie Drysdale, we talked about him yep. the last podcast or the one before. Three years, 2.3. That's a pretty good deal for a young defense. That's a really good deal for him. He's going to be pretty team, good. I mean. um, Frank Vitrano records his fourth career hat trick and first Hattie and Ducks history on their home opener. Speaking of good deals, I think I like what the Ducks did when they brought in Ryan Strom, Frank Vitrano. They brought in some veteran dudes that, you know, they clearly know they're not going to win a cup there, but you need to surround your young kids with people that aren't Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad, and that's what they <laughs> And I think for someone like Vitrano, who wasn't getting – he wasn't getting top six minutes. He was on he was, he was for the Rangers. He, he he priced himself out of New York. Well, he played himself out of New York's yes. price range. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. But he, but he showed he, what he can do with top six minutes. Now he's going to be on power play one, and he's living in Manhattan Beach. What's he, what's he, the Springfield Rocket? Springfield Rifle. Rifle, sorry. Yep. Sick nickname, by the way. Um, Got the city of the skyline of Springfield on a tattoo, I think, on his back, arm. Anyway, I don't know. Um, Crosby got in a fight in preseason. Chris Latang took a hit from Payne Krebs and Tyson Yost. Crosby took exception, dropped the gloves after multiple cross checks. Sid hit the eject button. The pair wrestled to the ground, making Crosby's ninth fight of his career. So I, the podcast I went on earlier, I told him how much I appreciate sending Crosby's game, dude. I fucking I I hate to play against him. And he's gotten way better through the years because he's really stopped whining. Like he's kind of yeah. taking that out of his game. But dude, he is such a good fucking hockey player, dude. It's insane. Do you want to know what freaked me out? This well, it freaked me out, but I was like, holy shit. So this year, you know how some NHL teams will put up the uh the pictures of the guys throughout the years, their open their roster yep. pictures. Crosby's got all gray in his temples. Oh. I was like, wait, that's Sid the Kid. <laughs> I know, but Sid, of course, the Sid the Kid's going to be a silver fox. Isn't that what they call him? <laughs> yeah. Like, classic. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. not only does Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby, and now he's going to look like George Clooney. Must be fucking <laughs> yeah, probably, rough. Probably, yeah. um, Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are now the longest tenured trio in pro sports. Starting their 18th season together, they surpassed Posada, Rivera, and Jeter. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, neat little stat. Um, I'm not reading this because there's a player in this I cannot stand, and I'm not bringing him this next story is crazy. Uh, the Mountain Kings? The Hampshire Mountain Kings. Had a defense and rested uh, during the first intermission of a recent NAHL game. Yahur Ramananu yeah. was arrested as he was picked up with an outstanding warrant issued two years prior when he was charged with aggravated assault with a vehicle. The 20-year-old was cuffed during intermission and taken to Cambria County Prison before being released on bond. The journey tournament was played at Cambria County War Memorial Arena, made famous in Slapshot. It Street all cred, comes together that it was Slapshot the roof dude this kid must have felt like the fucking man <laughs> well he might get deported but sure i i don't know that's pretty fucking nails dude hey hold on boys i'll be back i gotta go to the clink real quick <laughs> he Holy got bailed fuck. out that night on bond yeah. 20 years old dude oh, yeah yeah exactly uh the converse had made history as the first siblings to be playing in the pwhl nhl as jt plays for detroit and jesse plays for toronto i didn't know that jt Confer was on detroit that's a good pickup for detroit oh yeah i like jt Confer's game a lot he's like a detroit perfect line forward quietly stockpiled some very good players yeah um buffalo they took out their checkbook rasmus dalene eight-year extension 11 million a year owen power seven-year contract 8.35. So, I mean, that's a lot for a kid who literally just got in the league. But what I need to do. That's 20 million between those How two. much Adam Fox is making right now. So, Adam Fox contract, seven years, AV of 9.5. That Darlene contract is insane. Yeah. Probably. Was this, do we know if this is before or after they knew that the cap was going up? 
Uh, I think it was after because that was at the board of governors. That would make that, a little bit more sense, but yeah, no Dalian may be making more money than Adam Fox. This is not in the document, but the cap was announced that instead of going up to one million that they were expected, Always, yeah. it's going up four to five. I mean, that's good for a team that already has their team set that just wants to add a four million dollar forward. Like that's well, what's, sick. what's uh Kevin is it Kevin Adams still the Buffalo. GM in Buffalo? I think so. Keep talking. I got to take a piss. Keep going. So he he found the guys. He identified the guys he wanted, and he locked them up. I mean, he's got what? That's twenty million on two players, but he's covered for the next seven years. He doesn't have to worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, but like two players that two, it's gonna be two of your top six for the next however many years. Right. Yeah. So seven years. And you're not going to be able to add someone like that at the trade deadline. So Never. they locked him up. Never. And you still, you got Tage Thompson. Skinner's probably going to be off the books in a couple of years, right? He's probably making good money. Yeah. Skinner's still got that big ticket. And he'll be gone. And, and they got Levi on an entry level contract in that. So, so your, so your team's essentially going to be Thompson, Cousins, Power, Dalene, and Levi. Tuck. And Tuck? Yeah. It's not a bad five, dude. Not a bad core, for sure. No, not at all. Especially because they're all coming up with each other, too. And they already know what it's like to suck. They don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joe Pavelski hit two. Of course he did. Hit two holes in, hole-in-ones on the same hole on the same golf course, exactly 364 days apart. And looked as if he was wearing the same shirt. I mean, some people just have it, dude. Yeah. I don't. Pavelski, supposedly, he's good at like everything he does. Yeah, man, it must be fucking nice. Uh, I didn't see this. Kirby except Doc, for, except, for, except for lifting cups. Kirby Doc torn ACL or MCL reports are saying it could well, be. Well, they're not saying long term. Exactly what it is? They're saying it's a significant long term lower body injury. And then I saw a report that said it was uh, torn ACL and MCL. Kirby, keep your head up. I'm still skating with a torn ACL. <laughs> I like Kirby Doc. Yeah, I do too. But hey, you fuck the Canadians. So uh, Detroit, I don't care about that. That guy also doesn't deserve a mention. Zach Aston Reese. We just mentioned them. Uh, the Heritage Classic and the most Canadian announcement ever. Nickelback will be headlining musical acts at the Outdoor Battle of Alberta, as they should. Nickelback is a very, very underrated band. All right. Bad WHL. First suspended indefinitely and then fired Wintachi. Why? Wintachi. Yeah. Kevin Constantine, after an investigation, determined that he violated WHL standard conduct policies by making derogatory statements of a racist nature. This is not his first coaching suspension after he suspended four games for making his players stay in their gear for a post-game meal and long bus ride home while coaching the Everett Silvertips. The firing came only after coaching two games. Rumors that he'll be joining Mike Babcock's staff in the KHL. So, obviously not okay. I don't hate the whole make the kids wear their gear on the way home. Well, apparently it was like a six-hour ride. It was fuck a bit em. much. If they played like shit, fuck them. I love it. I will say this. That's a power move. Ready for this? Coach Carp might have been on the team. We'll have to ask him next time he's on. We had a game when I was coaching uh, lacrosse where the team, the team did not play well and they very much underperformed. It was not a very long ride, like twenty minutes. We came back home in the bus and guys had geared down, and we got back and we had called ahead to the uh, maintenance. We're like, "Hey, turn on the field lights for us." It was a night game. And we pull in and the lights were on and everybody's like, why are the lights on? We're like, line up. No, we sure. had, yeah, we had them run gassers on the field after the game. I like the whole fucking stay in your gear shit. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. 
but the racist thing's but, a little shitty. But, but yeah, the racist comment <laughs> is not the racist not thing bad. might not be great, but like it's <laughs> not bad. Um, good WHL again, Liz oldest son, NHL legend. Jerome, I think it's well, he's lighting up WHL, seven goals, three assists, six games played for the Kelowna Rockets. Did you see that I sent you that on Instagram? And then I responded to you that I already had it in the show, yeah. Doc. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, fuck, Derek Stepan. He retired 13 NHL seasons. Rangers, Arizona, Ottawa, Carolina, 890 games played, 182 goals, 333 assists, 515 points, 216 pims. Never had a minus season in the NHL. That finishing. was a crazy stat to me that he never had a minus season. He was on a really good Rangers team for a long time. Still, though, he played in Arizona. True. Plus 216, had another 55 points in 120 games in the playoffs. Second round pick, 51st overall, played at Shattuck before going to University of Wisconsin, and then he joined the Blue Shirts. He notched a hat trick in his first NHL game against Buffalo and Ryan Miller. I'm pretty sure Sean Avery had two assists on his goals. Um, Stepan also led USA squad to a gold medal in the 2010 U20IIHF World Championships. Derek Stepan is the player that you don't notice him, and then after the game you look at the score sheet, he has two assists. Like that's Derek step. Or he's also the guy that you don't notice. And then the next year he's elsewhere. And you're like, wait a minute. Why are we getting lit up? You know what held him back from being a premier superstar? What? He could not skate for shit. If he, if he could skate, he would have been, he would have been a household name. I think like he was that good with how smart he was. He was a very, very smart player. And like he got, he was just slow. He couldn't skate. That was his, in my opinion, that was what was holding him back. Um, Connor Bedard scored his first, back, yeah, scored his first NHL goal against Linus Olmark. Linus, right? Linus. Linus Olmark in a 3-1 loss to the Bruins. Uh, on opening night, Corey Perry showed he had his back in the game versus Pittsburgh. Iceberg, Pittsburgh mascot was taunting Bedard during warm-ups in the corner. The worm slammed himself into the glass uh, in front of Iceberg, driving him out of the corner. So you got to love Corey Perry for that kind of stuff. And Corey Perry scored last night against the Maple Leafs and pointed at Scotty Upshaw and uh, Shane O'Brien in the corner. Yeah. I he think also we, was going I think out of, a bit. I don't know if you saw that. I think we can also kind of agree, dude, that like this Bedard kid's gonna be a problem. Like he's he's a Crosby, he's a McDavid. Like that's the vibe yeah. I get from him. Although I was listening to 32 Thoughts, and you know how Merrick's really into the juniors. Yeah. There's another kid. There's a kid like two years away. I think he was a 2000. This kid Lafreniere was gonna be sick, dude. There's not been this much hype about a kid Bedard since McDavid. Yeah, that's fair. But there's another one coming, apparently. Well, hopefully the Rangers figured it out. Uh, <laughs> ESPN's creating an NHL version of the NFL Red Zone called Frozen Frenzy. It'll air 10-24 the night. All 32 games uh, teams will play. Bucci's set to host and show every goal of power play and big hit. This uh, this from the hockey partner that still shows Patrice Bergeron on the Boston roster. Yeah, like ESPN, man. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg Jets, they signed both Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck to seven-year extensions, AAV's 8.5. I mentioned this in the podcast I was on earlier. I would take, a, if I was for pound for pound, this would be a team that I put, like if I had money to like, okay, whatever, this would be a team that I put on to, for a cup bet. It's fair. Yeah, it is what it is. City Life Project, Teddy, it's Isha. Hope all is well, buddy. Keep up the great work. So always appreciate Um, yeah, we got we got fucking followers, dude. Uh, AJ Greer claimed off waivers from Boston by Calgary. Uh, reports have shown that he's already saying that growing up, the Battle of Alberta was his favorite battle, and that he was always a Calgary Flames fan, even though he went to a thousand Edmonton Oilers games as a kid. So I will shout say out to this. him. 
I will say this. Good for him because he was going to be him, dude. He's no. such a bitch, dude. I was a Bruins fan, even though I had season tickets to the Habs. He's a I'm sure it's dude. I'm sure it's hard for him to leave his childhood dream, but he's a fucking loser, dude. He's gonna get quality minutes, and I think he can make he can help in Calgary. Okay, well, help this. Uh, so do you want to start doing the previews or do you want to do dump and change and come back? What do you want to do? No, just do previews. We're flying through. We're already 37 right. minutes into this. All right. So central division, we're just going to run them down. Arizona Coyotes. When are you going to do court. your picks? Oh, gee, mud on me. Uh, we'll do Western, then we'll do Eastern. But then you want to do your picks at the end of the Western? At the end of the Western, then we'll All do right. it at the end of the I'm just making sure I got my papers ready to go. Arizona Coyotes added Logan Cooley, Jason Zucker, Alex Kerfoot, Nick Bukestag, and Matt Dumba. Honestly, those are all really good names to add to your team. So yeah, Arizona sure. did pretty good in the offseason. Yeah. Um, Chicago Blackhawks, Connor Bedard, Kevin Korchinski, and Lucas Reichel. They also, Taylor Hall, Felino, Perry, Athenasiu, and Donato. Also a team that's not that great. They added some pretty good fucking people. I will tell you this. Uh, as much as Bedard's getting all the hype, this kid Korchinski is no slouch. I have no idea who he is, but if you're telling me that, he's probably yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Put it this way. He was out. Uh, he's out on power play one, and I think he was out the other night when they pulled the goalie, but in I could be wrong. Of, like, in terms of pressure and shit, he probably feels none. Like, it's oh, all yeah. on the guard. Yeah. Whatever he needs. So that he's probably, like, milking that shit up. Like Defenseman, though. Good for yeah. him. Uh, Avalanche added Ross Colton. What a, another loser. Ryan Johansson, another loser. Tomas Tatar, another loser. Miles Wood, I like him. And Jonathan Drew, another loser. So the Avalanche just picked the fucking biggest dickhead pussy boys in the whole league to put their team together. Dude, Miles Wood is a beast. Although they overpaid. I like my. I said I like Miles Wood. Oh, okay. All right. No, Colton, Ross Colton's a prick to play. He's a bitch, dude. And Ryan Johansson's the softest big man in the game. <laughs> Tomas Tatar, I don't really have a problem with him. Jonathan Drew, I have a problem with because I thought he was going to be sick, but I think he's just kind of like, he's just a little bitch. And then in camp backup, Pavel Francois struggled and will miss time. Gabriel Landeskog out. They have Alec Yorgev, and right now they're the favorite team to win it all. So, yep. Okay. Dallas Stars added Matt Duchesne, Sam Steele, and Craig Smith. Uh, now that I know that Matt Duchesne's on the Stars, now I know the Stars aren't going to win a cup, so that's kind of <laughs> nice. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I was literally thinking maybe the Stars have a shot, and I just read that, and now I know for a fact that they're not winning the Cup this year, so that's kind of nice. Predators, Ryan O'Reilly, Luke Shen, Gustav Nyquist, and Dennis Gerdonov. They lost Johansson, Duchesne, Tanner Janot, Matias Ekholm, and Mikhail Granlin. The only dude on that list that I'd be kind of pissed that I lost, well, two, Tanner Janot and Ekholm. Ekholm's fucking awesome. You you Um, skipped Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, they added Patty Maroon, and they lost Ryan Reeves. Whatever. That's a push, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Actually, I I would rather have Patty Maroon on my team than Ryan Reeves. Patty Maroon does he he plays hockey. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, Reeves is probably tougher, but Patty Maroon plays hockey. That's, That's fair. I would say that. The Blues added Kevin Hayes and Oscar Sundquist. They lost Ryan O'Reilly. Good luck, St. Louis. You exactly. Piece of shit. Winnipeg. Alex, I follow Gabriel Velarde, Rasmus Kapari, and they lost P L L and Blake Wheeler. I think. I think the Jets got better. Yeah. Like, like I, Pierre Luc Dubois, when he wants to play, is, when, when, when he wants to play, he's a beast. The problem is he doesn't always want to play. He does nothing for me. And he's Blake Wheeler. I forward. fucking love Blake Wheeler, but uh, he's definitely his best lost years him. are behind him. Yeah. Definitely lost a step. Yeah. Uh, Pacific division. The ducks added Leo Carlson, Alex Kalorn, Gudis and Labushkin. Yep. The, Fl- the Flames added Igor Sharangovich, Tyler, but they lost Tyler Toffoli and their head coach, Daryl Sutter. 
Oilers added Connor Brown. They lost Yamamoto and Clem Cosson. I love Clem Cosson. Uh, the Kings added Dubois, Cam Talbot. They retained Gavrikov and Fiala. They lost Ayafala, Velarde, Kapari, Quick, and Corpusalo. That's a lot going out. Yeah. The Sharks added Hoffman, Granlin, Ruda, Declare, Zadina, and Burroughs. They lost Eric Carlson. The Kraken added Brian Dumoulin. I fucking love that dude. And they lost Yamamoto. Or, and they added Yamamoto. They lost Martin Jones and Ryan Donato. So the yep. Kraken got better. That's an upgrade for Seattle. Yep. The Canucks added Suter, Bluger, Cole, Susie. They lost OEL and have given Connor Garland permission to, to have his agent facilitate the trade. And then the Knights re-signed Barbashev and Aiden Hill. They lost Riley Smith. So I got to pick eight teams from these. Like, I don't so you got to pick. You got to pick your top three in each division, and then a wild card from each division. Okay, so my top three in the Central Division are going to be the Central. Je- oh yeah, go ahead. The Jets. Yep. The Wild. Okay. And and the Stars. Okay. My three from the Pacific are going to be You're the not Oilers. Doing wild card from there. I'm going to wait until afterwards. Okay. My three from the Pacific will be the Oilers, the Kraken, and the Knights. Then I get two more of anybody, right? No, it's one from each, I think. That's how I did it, because I think that's the way it is. Okay, so my one for... Did I say Colorado for Central? No. Okay, Colorado will sneak in. And then for Pacific, I will do the Canucks. All right, so you have Dallas, Minnesota, Winnipeg with Colorado as your wild card. I have Colorado, Dallas, and Minnesota. God damn it. We I hate when we do the same. And I have Winnipeg as my wild card. Uh, in the Pacific, you have Edmonton, Seattle, and Vegas with Vancouver as your wild card. I have Edmonton. Vegas, Seattle, and the Kings is my wild card. Okay. So pretty similar. Yeah. And for those listening at home, we did these independently. So I literally just came up with that on that means neither one of us are probably right. Um, Eastern Conference. Here we go. Metropolitan. Carolina added Dimitri Orlov, Michael Bunting, Tony D'Angelo, and Brandon Lemieux. They lost Patch Reddy and Domi. Where'd Patch Reddy go? You'll see. It's coming. Okay. Um Columbus added Ivan Provorov, Damon Severson, Adam Fantilli, and Turf Babcock. They also moved Line A to center. That's real. Yeah, that's real. That's a that's a low key. Sig- could be a significant shift. Yeah, Look, that could be a huge shift. Columbus dude. needs to do whatever they can do to make this season positive. Now, yeah. Um, Jersey added Tyler Toffoli and Colin Miller. They lost Ryan Graves, Severson, Severson and Mackenzie Blackwood. The best Island thing that New Jersey had happened is that Blackwood's gone. Blackwood had a hell of a fucking opening night for the Sharks. I don't know if you saw that. It was like 52. He used, to have, he used to have one good game every 12 for New Jersey also. All right. The Islanders re-signed Bo Horvat and Julian Goche. The Rangers added Blake Wheeler, Jonathan Quick, Gustafson, and new coach Peter Laviolette. Philadelphia added Garnet Hathaway, Sean Walker, and Mark Stoll. Cam Axon, Sean Couturier are back from injury. They lost Ivan Provorov, Kevin Hayes, and Tony D'Angelo. Hey, uh, real quick. Did you see Couturier's uh, shootout goal? Yeah, sick. sick. Oh, God, he's filthy. Sick. Good for him. Yep. Um, Pittsburgh added Eric Carlson, Riley Smith, Noel Achari, Ryan Graves, Lars Eller, and Matt Nieto. They lost Jason Zucker and Casey Smith. Jason Zucker is a player. Uh, Washington added Max Petretti and Sonny Milano. Yeah, so, there you go. Metro. Boston added JVR, Kevin Shannon. When you what? see all the players that are gone, this hurts a little bit. 
they added JVR, Kevin Shanker, Morgan Geeky, and Milan Lucic. They lost Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Garnet Hathaway, Taylor Hall, Nick Felino, Dimitri Orlov, Tyler Batuzzi, and Connor Clifton. Sheesh. Yeah. Could be better. Uh, Buffalo added Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton. <laughs> uh, Detroit added Alex Dabrinkit, Clem Costin, JT Comfort, Daniel Sprong, Christian Fisher, Shane Gossespierre, Justin Hall, Jeff Petrie, and James Reimer. I mean, those are some pretty good names. A that lot. Yep. A roster. Florida added Albert Evgen Arslan, Nico Mikola, ex-Ranger, Mike Riley, and Evan Rodriguez. I hate him. Montreal added Tanner Pearson and Alex Newcook. Ottawa added Jonas Corbosalo and Vladimir Tarasenko. Tampa Bay added Connor Sheary, Calvin DeHaan, and Hayden Fleury. They lost Pat Maroon, Corey Perry, Ross Colton, Stamkos is pissed, and Mastelis, he's out for two months. <laughs> and then Toronto added Max Domi, Tyler Batuzzi, Ryan Reeves, and John Klingberg. So... Um, for my Metro, so before, before you go further, do you see how I have on the Rangers? The, uh, yes, you had 103, and for the Bruins, you had 100. That's the uh points over under that Vegas set. Oh, wow. Okay. So I just put that in there just to show you. Okay. Um, my Metro, I'm going to go Carolina, Rangers, Pittsburgh, and Jersey. Jersey's your wild card. Uh, yeah. Okay. Atlantic, I will go. Wow. I don't really know what to go. Uh, um, Tampa. Uh, no, no, no. Toronto. Toronto for sure. Toronto, Florida for sure. Toronto, Florida. Boston and Ottawa. Ottawa's your wild card? Yeah. All right. So let's see. We have some differences here. I think. Wait. Who, wait. Who did I? Who did, did I not take Tampa? No. I'm okay with that. Tampa misses the playoffs. So we both have Carolina. We both have Pittsburgh. You have the Rangers and Jersey as your wild card. I have Jersey and the Rangers as my wild card. Okay. So right there. Uh, for the Atlantic, you have Toronto, Florida, Buffalo with Ottawa as your wild card, where I have Florida, Toronto, Buffalo, Bruins as the wild card. Okay. So we both have Tampa missing. Yeah. So you heard it here, folks. Tampa is going to win the cup this year. And I will say this. I'm going to tell you right now, the only reason I have Buffalo Instead of Ottawa, in is because I have a future on uh, Devin Levi winning the winning the Calder. The Northeastern difference. That's it, baby. Right. So well, there you go. Um, there we go. Wow, we buzzed right through that, man. I mean, yeah, we're fucking wheeling and dealing, dude. Oh, um, dump and change. So let's go to my little thing right here. I'm gonna hit dump and change. Button. Did Kenton pick that music too? I think so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so the first one's a sad one. RIP to Dick Buckus, the Hall of Fame linebacker, passed away at age 80. He regarded he was regarded as one of the most feared and respected players in the game. He played his entire nine-year career with the Chicago Bears. He was in eight Pro Bowls, named first team All-Pro six times, and defensive player of the year twice. Is that good? Yeah, no shit. In college, he was a two-time All-American and inducted into the College Hall of Fame in 1983, as well as being named MVP of the Big Ten and Lineman of the Year in 1964. Upon his retirement from football, 
Buckus went on to uh, have an outstanding career as an actor, spokesperson, and broadcaster. In 1985, the Downtown Athletic Club named an award for the best linebacker in the country, the Buckus Award, in his honor. Actually, my favorite dog, that boxer, he was uh, named him Buckus after, like Rocky did, out of the Mastiff. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Fo. The Bills played in London last weekend. They lost to the Jaguars, the Buffalo Bills. But yep. for the game, the New York governor allowed Buffalo and surrounding areas to open the bars at 8 a.m. And if they wanted to hold church services in the bars, too. Yeah, so they- that, that lady's a fucking idiot. I forget her name, but they did they did Women's Appreciation Day last year for the Rangers. And she went out there to drop the puck and the entire arena booed her. What, <laughs> oh, governor? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea of her policies or anything. I'm just saying this was pretty funny. She's an idiot. Um, she did that to try to be cool. Yeah, well, it worked because everybody in Buffalo got buckled. Uh, last year, Sweden rolled out sexy garbage cans, sexy garbage cans that have improved litter in the cities. When you put trash in a can, it emits audio that sounds like a woman being satisfied. Uh, like that? Kind of, yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, sticking with more Buffalo. I didn't realize there was so much Buffalo. Uh, can you tell I have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs in uh, fantasy this year? Yeah. <laughs> Stefan Diggs was fined over thirteen thousand dollars for his stone cold beer TD celebration. Did you see that? They, they should have. They should have fined him three sixteen, dude. That would have been. Way oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> and lastly, uh, Jenkins Preston, listen up. The International Olympic Committee announced that six new sports will be added to the twenty twenty eight Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. Baseball, softball, cricket, flag football, squash, and lacrosse. Relax. So lacrosse is in. That's it for Dump a Change. All right. So I thought Ranger, was a much longer podcast. <laughs> uh, Rangers time. Um, the boys are two and one. Uh, they won their opening night game against Buffalo. I think it was five to one. I went to the bar with my buddy Cowboy, my buddy Dave, my buddy Matt. Uh, you have a buddy? Well, hold on, hold on. You have a buddy named Cowboy? Uh, no, it gets even better. His real name is Tony Soprano. Shut the fuck I up. Swear to God. How did you not get him for the fucking three hundredth? I, I, I probably yeah, but he's he wouldn't do that. Like that's this isn't his thing. Just to come on and be like, hey, it's Tony Soprano. Is we call him Cowboy good. because growing up, like when we would play beer league, like summer league, when we were really good, I got all like these college kids to come. He was my fort, my enforcer. Like if somebody pissed me off, I'd be like, hey, Cowboy, and he'd look at me and I go, that guy, and he was, he'd go, are you sure? And I go, yeah, and he'd go out there and beat the piss out of him. Like he he was he was our enforcer. I called him Cowboy because he was reckless and lawless, and he's he he's a fucking beauty of a kid. Big guy. Uh, no, probably like 5'11", 185 pounds. Not big, but tough as fuck. <laughs> would, would not, I would file him under do not fuck with. Cowboy Soprano, shout out. <laughs> or Tony, which is like sick. <clears throat> but, um, yes, yeah, so we went to Kings. They won 5-1. Then they got beat by the Blue Jackets. It was either 5-2 or 5-3. The easiest way to describe this is the Columbus Blue Jackets had five high danger scoring chances and they scored like the Rangers dominated the entire game. I felt like the puck was in Columbus's end the entire time. And then they went out and they beat the Coyotes last night. I think it was two to one. Um, the Rangers have a neutral zone now, which is going to surprise a lot of the league, which is like really fucking cool. Holy fuck. Um, our lines have like roles that they're supposed to do. I don't know what lobby did, but this, this team looks like they know how to play hockey and it's, Something I haven't seen, even like when they went on that run with Gallant and like even last year, they would just kind of do whatever they wanted to do and it would like work. Now there's like structure and like really good structure. Well, Lavi an X and O guy more than Gallant, right? 
Oh yeah, Gallant was like, oh hey boys, like get the boys fired veteran, up. Veterans, yeah. veterans, you kind of run what's going on. The yeah. problem with that, and this is what I said on the other podcast, is when you have a veterans that are a bunch of fucking pussies, it doesn't work. So now you have a dude who's like, this is what we're doing. This is what I expect to, of you to play. He's kept the lines the same pretty much for the first three games, other than Jimmy VC and Pitlick kind of rotating. Zach Jones came in because Lindner got hurt one game. Um, but th- we've looked fucking really good. Like, And Lafreniere is playing with Panarin, right? Yeah, and that's another thing. So the first line's Capo, Zabena, Jad Kreider. You're finally giving Capo, Kako first line minutes, and he, lo- he doesn't look out of place. Hmm. Second line's Philip Heedle, Artemi Panarin, Lafreniere. Oh, who would have thought your first and second overall pick should be on the top two lines? That's kind of crazy to think about. Third line of Blake Wheeler, Vinny Trocek, and Will Cooley, who's a rookie, um, who's tough as fuck, and he scored his first goal the other night against Columbus. A good grinding, heavy third line. And our fourth line's Benino, Barkley Gaudreau, and either Pitlick or VC. Like that's one of the best fourth lines we've had in forever. Hmm. And this Gutsonson kid is fucking sick. The, our sixth defenseman, which I know he's going to fuck me at some point because I'm so excited <laughs> that he's on our team has played lights out. Like he's been so fucking good with the puck. Like, I don't know why he didn't have a long-term deal with somewhere like that. Good. He's hmm. not a six defense and Lindgren went out they put him with Fox and he, I thought he played great. So it's like, it's, it's definitely interesting before the start of the season. You remember, I was not really all that happy about Rangers. I almost not looking forward to the season at all. I don't know what the fuck Laviolette did, but I am all aboard the Rangers train. Like, I think that we're going to have a fucking really good year. This is game three, so we're going to see what happens. But I feel good about it. Um, nice. what I'm happy have, for you. What do you have with the bees? So the Bruins have a little bit more than you just had because the Bruins had their opening night. They had the Centennial team, the 100 greatest players, entered through a fan entrance on a gold carpet. And I'm, I mean, listen, the Bruins are 2-0, and and I'm going to talk about that briefly. But I, this was, uh, this was a bit, kind of a big deal. They had, uh, for puck drop for the opening night, they had uh, representatives from all the cup teams. So from the teams that won the two cups in the 70s, they had Eddie Johnston, Ken Hodge, Jerry Cheevers, Don Marcotte, and Derek Sanderson all there. And then from the 2011 team that beat Vancouver, Sean Thornton, Tim Thomas, Tuca, Krejci, Chara, and Bergeron were all there, which was kind of cool. They all walked out. Then they were all on the ice. Then they had, for the retired numbers, they had uh, Eddie Shore's son, Ted, Lionel Hitchman's granddaughter, Pam, uh, Dick Clapper's grandson, Gregory, Milt Schmidt's daughter. Huh? What's his name? Dick Clapper. It's Audrey. But Dick Dick Clapper? Dit, D-I-T. Oh, my God. I was like, what a fucking name that is. Okay. <laughs> Milt Schmidt's daughter, Nancy, walked out, and they were all down on the ice with the players from the cup teams. But then in the, the first row of the balcony surrounding the rink, they had Ray Bork come out. Terry O'Reilly, Willie O'Ree came in via Zoom from San Diego, uh, Johnny Busick, Cam Neely, Rick Middleton, Phil Esposito, Bobby Orr. They were all there. It was sick. Yeah, it was just great. Just a nice atmosphere. Um, Allmark played the first game, looked sharp, then Swayman the next night against the Preds. They both got the dub. Uh, Marshawn was in top form because he was in Bedard's kitchen every chance he could. Nothing like picking on a dude who just turned 18. Yep. Well, they're probably the same height. Uh, the fourth line of Johnny Beecher, Milan Lucic, and uh, Laco looks really good. Uh, unfortunately, power play two is better than power play one in the two games I watched. Uh, it's weird seeing Pavel Zaka at the bumper instead of Bergeron. That's yeah. going to take some getting used to. Does he look and, okay, though? Does he look No, he looks okay, but I think they're opposite-handed, so it's it's a little bit of adjustment <laughs> from the sidewall. Yeah. Um, to, to be honest with you, 
Kevin Shattenkirk really stood out to me with his transition and the way he drops in the offensive zone. I know he's going to get in trouble for it, but I, I like the way he, he uh, jumps in. Uh, Shattenkirk. Oh, you know, uh, Petra, Matty P didn't look out of place and he, they're going to give him nine games to see like they did with Lucic when he came in. But on this West Coast trip, uh, he Montgomery said, I think before they left that he's going to play second line center with Marshawn. So that's pretty good. Cool. Get him some uh, get him some reps. Yeah. DeBrus, Zaka and Pasternak look good when they were together. Uh, and like I said, two and oh on the season, they're headed out on the road. They got four games, the Sharks, Kings, Ducks, Blackhawks before they're back home at the uh, 10, 26, they come home. But yeah, yeah, nice little, I like, I like when the teams go on these uh, early season. They don't play, they don't play until the 26th. No, they, they're on the road. Uh, okay. Four games on the West coast. They come back home for the 26th. They play Thursday out in uh, San Jose. Okay. But yeah, I like it. I like the early season road tip because especially with new guys, it gets everybody, you know, hanging around, you know, no family nonsense. That's fair. The boys will probably have a time out one night in California. All right. Tell me about Northeastern, dude. Uh, Where's my Northeastern stuff? Oh, so Northeastern. Are we on a slide right now? Oh, they they lost one game on Friday the 13th. I'm talking it. I'm chalking it up to Black Cats. I know, but like the fucking, they never lose. So like, no, I know. Trust me, it was very surprising. But they beat BU. They're three. What are they? As they should. They should beat BU. Who'd they lose to? They lost to Penn State and Merrimack. And Merrimack, Merrimack celebrated like they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they're going to play Merrimack three more times. So I'm sure that's coming back. Um, Did we, did we like curse them? No, 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 no. They dropped three slots in the standings because of that. They'll be fine. They just they just got to get it all working out. They'll be fine. Um, the women's national team was announced. Haley Skimura and friend of the podcast, Aaron Frankel, both on the squad. And they the PWHL invited players to uh, training camp that were not drafted. And Lauren McInnes, uh, Lauren McInnes got the nod for the Boston training camp. But they're down at the icebreaker tournament i think it's called the icebreaker tournament down at sacred heart it's like a out of conference thing and they play lindenhurst on friday and then i forget who they play on saturday um you know when carp came on we talked about a lot of like rookies that were gonna be on the team and i'm seeing yep. their names a lot in their posts so they must be performing well so like that Peyton girl, isn't there a girl named Peyton? Peyton? So it's funny. There's two of them, right, that are really popping off. There's Peyton Compton and Allie Lalonde. And Lalonde, hell yeah, dude. When I was talking about it with Carp, uh, Compton <laughs> is more of a 200-foot player, steady Eddie, and she's a, they're both very good players. And Lalonde has got speed, and she's she's got the dangles, and she's an offensive threat. And I... I said to Carp, I go, is this accurate to say, like, Compton is the one you appreciate, but Lalonde is the one that you'll get you out of your seat, right? And he was like, yeah, I think that's fair. But they're both very, very good players. And they've been juggling the lines a little bit, so. I'm waiting for Katie Noel to fucking put the team on her back. What's going on, dude? She's She's trying, man. She hit, I think she caught the crossbar twice on that Friday 13th game. Aim a a little lower, Katie. What are we doing here? (laughs) Holy fuck. You don't have to keep aiming high for the sky all the time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a nice shot right on the ice. Let's go Bardowski. Yeah, her and Skylar Irving, they are just they, like I said in my write up, they're gonna they're gonna get ga- uh goals and bunches once they start going. I think I I think and I don't wanna like steal your thunder, but like when you keep doing these interviews, I would like to pop in for a couple because I had yeah, such a good time with those two. That was yeah. 
All right, cool. Well, Skylar Irving is going to be the next one. <laughs> on. We got to line it up. Uh, she is uh, junior. Uh, she's the starting center right now. Oh, first line. So she's going to come on. Well, responsibility. Two hundred foot there. There. I talked to her the other day, and uh, uh, we just got to line it up. But I will let you know. When you enter, and I don't remember if you do this or not, like, is a question that you ask, like, if you are to describe yourself as an NHL player, who would you be? Do you ever ask, I ask them, like, who, how, who would you compare your game to? You I, I think that's a good question because I would love to know that those answers. Yeah. Well, they, they they're so modest, all of them. They they all say roughly the same thing. They're like, well, they say the players they admire and who yeah. they watched, but then they'll say, well, like, that's the thing because any person who plays sports, you always like, like when I played shortstop, I always try to emulate what Jeter would do. Like when right. I played. Yeah, I would always try to emulate what Sean Avery would do. Like, That's the, fair. you know what I mean? Like, there was always. I think they do that. They're just so modest and they're so, so afraid. I think they don't want that bulletin board stuff, you know, to, you know, and plus they're probably get ripped by their teammates. Fuck the bulletin board thing. I want to know who you want to play like. Like, so Will Cooley on the Rangers, he says he wants to play like Tom Wilson. Please play like Tom Wilson. Please. So I'll always, I'll always ask them, like, who, who do you see yourself as? And then I tell them who I think they play like. So what's crazy is I've never seen Katie Noll play, but I hear about the premier power forward thing, and I just yep. can't help but think she's David Backus. Is that like a, like a fucking thing or no? Is she That's more fair. That's fair. She. Because I, I think premier say, power forward, the most premier power forward that I would pick on my team would be fucking David Backus. That well, that's a generational be. thing because when they popped on the podcast, I was like, it's uh, Ray Bork and Cam Neely. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I said about them. Uh, I think that's fair. I think I I Katie plays a lot like Iginla did because she plays the wing now. Okay, that's another good power forward, dude. You know, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. I think Katie's righty. Yeah. Okay. All so. right. Well, Northeastern talk, man. I hope Carter's doing great. Meg Carter. Yeah. Call Meg. it Carter because we can do that. We follow each other on Instagram now. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Huskies, man. I can't wait to go to a game. I'm fucking actually super super fired up for that. Be, I think that'd be fun, man. It'd be a good time. That'll be a really really good time. Um. Do you want to talk about your credentials or are we just going to move on? No, because I don't want to say the wrong thing and get myself in trouble. I don't know if you're saying the wrong thing. I think it's a flex, dude. Shoot. What, what I, got, they I, got, I got an, I got an all-access pass. Fuck yeah, you got an all-access pass, as you should. Which I will not abuse. You get all the passes that we've got in Morning Skate. Like, all these people, dude. I, Guys, I started this thing. I've met a, a handful of the people who help out at Morning Skate. Like, this is a, a, entirely a lot of this is phone calls, text messages, whatever. Brownie's got an all-access pass. <laughs> Richie had a press pass to the Minnesota Wild, which wasn't brought up until at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's you, really like, low-key about that. Yeah. Can you please go take video with Zuccarello, dude? Like, like can you go do Well, remember, Richie said that he was in the elevator with Billy Guerin. Like, just casually. He's like, yeah, it's pretty cool, and I get to interview the players. I'm like, what, dude? Like, That's the difference of a small market, too, right? huge i was telling we didn't talk about it on the podcast i was on but i was telling them i was like yeah we like i told them how you got your pass and i told them how like richie's fucking interviewing like mark andre flurry and shit yeah. and it's like you know we had these people so fooled it's so <laughs> funny it's hilarious i that's another thing i was like there's no reason a kid from middle grove should ever be interviewing mike ruzioni or theo flurry <laughs> but here we are uh but yeah, yeah, just keep fooling them, dude. Keep on yeah. keeping them, you know, right? You give you give your best 75% so people don't ever expect 100. That's, that's, it, that's it. Um, all right, Beerly Ground Up. I have unfortunate news. I'm not playing in the league this year. Why? I think I missed the cut. Like, I thought I talked to the commission. I was like, yeah, I'll be able to make every other week. And then they just had the draft. And they're like, yeah, Jimmy's just going to fill in. So 
Oh, she's still playing. Yeah, but I'm not on a team. This is the first year I've never been on a team. So you're like a, a what do they call that? A mercenary. A mercenary, or what do they? What's another Gun for word? hire? What's the word worth? A ringer. A marine. Ringer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I miss it. I need to get back on the ice as soon as possible. So. We'll so see. we had our first beer league game, which I thought was this coming Sunday. It was last Sunday, and I was uh, in no condition after P Town, and uh, I did not go. Oh wow! Yeah, dude, I we didn't get home. I think the game started at like nine. I think I walked in the door at eight fifteen. It's like a forty-five minute ride. Hey, I'm hey, like, hey, hey, I have a good idea. So if we go to Northeastern, right, and yeah. we go to this game, is there a way Carp can get us like a morning skate? What do you mean? Like go out in the morning and skate. With the team? Not with the team, but just like us and like Harp. Oh, on the ice? Yeah. Dick around. That'd be kind of cool. That's possible if we pick, I'll have to talk to them, if we pick the right game and they play at night and the ice is made for their morning skate. That's what I'm saying. Go in there and hop on at the end of practice for some shit. Would that not be fucking sick? It's we got to be really careful because I think I think we're talking. I think we think that we're way cooler than we are right now. But you have an all access pass, so like just show this Gamboni driver we're getting fucking on at six forty five. Laney told you you could get in that mascot suit, so I'm in. Um, all right, so that's what we had for beer league. You didn't play. I'm not playing. Um, (laughs) Hero and Zero. You know what though? I do have something. When we, I thought this was going to be a much longer podcast. I have something in my back pocket for a very good surprise for you for Beer League. Uh, well, what is it? It'll be in a future podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's the zeros. What do you okay. got? You want me to go or you want to go? Um, You can go because this is the first I thought about it. Keep going. So I'm going to do my zero first because I just popped into my head. So remember I went to Detroit a few weeks ago? Yes. I didn't know you went to Detroit. I knew you went to Michigan, but that makes a lot more sense because Detroit's in Michigan. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works. So I went to Detroit. (laughs) We were out there for like five days, and I didn't notice it until I got back. People here are not fucking nice. And, and yeah, yeah, dude, obviously uh, people here suck. When I went to Nashville, they were the nicest people ever. Came back to Saratoga, everybody had masks on and was like, You're the worst. I'm not nice, but I'm talking specifically about driving. So <laughs> no. do you know how like when you merge, it's supposed to go one lane, one lane, one lane, one lane, one you know what I mean? The zipper they call that. Not like you take turns. Like if two lanes are going to one. Right? You with me? Yeah. If two lanes yeah. are going to one. You didn't watch enough NASCAR, dude. You gotta get the pole. Oh, shut up. But anyways, the way the zipper thing is supposed to work is that you alternate and you move and there's no traffic. We were on Detroit and everybody's doing that. Everybody's the right way. I come back. I I was out there for five days driving every day and I never beeped the horn once. I was back a half hour and I was like, fuck you and leaning on the horn. People here are fucking so oblivious and so concerned with just themselves. Oh, it drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's so my accurate. zero is New England drivers. You suck. Get out of my way. Okay. There you go. Um, you want me to do my hero, or do you want to go with your zero? I'll go with this zero, dude. I had to, like, stay up for, like, 22 hours yesterday. That really fucking sucked. I had, like, work and other shit going on. So my zero is just the fact that, like... Your zero is what? Adult life? I'm just fucking tired, dude. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know that ever happened to you, bro? Yeah. yeah. That was me last week when we got a podcast. I'm like, buddy, I'm not in the right. I can't. 
Yeah, I think I think that's probably oh that and like I so <laughs> you know when you put like chicken nuggets in the oven, how like you put them on a pan, but sometimes they're stuck together. Okay. I couldn't get them separated. So I took a knife and like went to do it and I cut the fuck out of my finger. But it wasn't like a knife that you think, oh, you'd get cut. It was literally a fucking butter knife, dude. Think about how you got your bandit on my finger right now. A butter knife. I butter knife myself on my middle finger, dude. Oh, that's bad. People don't talk about that enough. I could have been seriously injured. Yeah, could have. And I'm Go still here. Two podcasts, one day. <laughs> All right. So my hero. Oh boy. Uh I didn't really think this through. Naoja, I'm going to go with Thomason, who owns Ms. Jade Soul Food in Ohio. She saw a story about a school doing ice cream Fridays for $1, but kids who owed money on their lunch debt card wouldn't be allowed to participate, even if they brought cash. So what did she do? She paid off the astounding, outstanding balances for every kid in the school so they could all get ice cream. So if you live in the Ohio area, look up Ms. Jade Soul Food and go support her. All right. That's a good hero. Yeah. It's a good hero. My hero goes to my buddy Safi that I work with at work. Um, that you work from, with at work? Okay. Being <laughs> from upstate New York, there's not a prevalent Muslim population. Okay. And with Israel Careful. and Hamas and all that stuff going on, Safi's mu- he's Muslim. He's from Algeria. And he's one of the most kind fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, he's 30 years old, never kissed a girl, never did alcohol. Oh, he's super religious then. He, he's Muslim, dude. Like, he prays when we're oh, at work. We're practicing Muslim. Yeah, he yeah. prays five times a day. And, he, and he's telling me about all this stuff. I knew nothing about this. So, like, we'll be in work. He's like, I gotta go pray. So, you have to wash your hands before you do yep. it. He does his pray thing. Yeah, face and, Yeah. And I'm not getting, I'm, I promise you, I'm not trying to get political with this, but like the Israel Hamas thing going on right now, you have American news. So he's from Algeria. So he speaks Arabic, he speaks French, and he speaks English. So he watches the American news, he watches the French news, and he watches Al Jazeera or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all three have very wildly different standpoints about what the fuck's going on. Yep. So it's almost like taking taking things with a grain of salt kind of a thing. And I'm not really all that educated within the Middle East. I know that there's always been like really huge Dude, problems. You, you, there. Need a, you need a road scholar to really get into it. <clears throat> but my shout out to him is the fact that like he explains everything from his point of view. He yep. You can tell he's a very educated kid. And he's not a dick about it. He, he says, this is what this people say. This is what this people say. And him and I obviously are aligned on the fact that people shouldn't be dying. Like that's just really, really fucking sad. I think that would be a pretty baseline for everybody. It's the worst thing in the world, but it's, it's just really cool because like, dude, there's really no Muslims here. Like maybe there are, and I just haven't met any, but just community. I hope he does. And like, dude, he, he comes into work and like, he'll get um, halal food. So do you know anything about halal? Uh, I think so. So it's chicken. So like our chicken that we eat, they kill them a certain way. But halal is you have to kill them a different type of way. Like they can't be around other animals. I think you have to like whatever. This kid, like, dude, he brings in food all the time for us to try. Like his own like kind of good like that. Yeah, it is really fucking good. And like he doesn't have to do that. It's definitely not cheap. Or anything right. like that. But I wanted my mom to make lasagna, but I don't know how to find a law food, like because that's the only food that he can eat or whatever. So well, I gotta make, figure out. I bet you can make him a veggie lasagna. That's sacrilegious, dude. You don't make a veggie lasagna. <laughs> but you, if you, you can't can. give him any other meat, I suppose. But <clears throat> I don't know. Shout out to this kid because what about uh what about stuffed shells? We could do that. And like 
he's he's big into soccer like that's his thing football but like i'm, I'm getting him kind of into fucking hockey a little bit and i told him about kadri and how he was like the first muslim yeah. remember Cup, we talked about it. he took it to a mosque yeah so it's it's just i guess like my hero's him and my hero's the fact that like I'm really, and I, it's, I don't know why it took me this long. Just people live in just way different worlds. Like his world is so much different than mine. And it's like kind of cool to like see like, okay, well, it is different. Why is it different? How is it different? And like, he's just, he's a good kid. So shout shout out to him. And that's got to be hard yeah. too. And you, you know, you talk about everything that's going on in the Middle East and it's literally, we don't realize how <laughs> good we have it at all. And, at all and he explained the whole gaza strip thing like people oh, don't dude. realize what the fuck's going on over there they just no. they watch the news and they think that's what it is and it's like yeah it's I mean, way we, we work in the toy we we <laughs> we talk about and what we do it's the toy department we are so fucking blessed and that's what pisses me off about all these people who are like oh this is the worst this is the worst go over there and tell me this is the fucking worst yeah. you you have no problems if that's what you're complaining about yeah fair so, so shout, shout out, out to him for the perspective and like Brownie, you would love him. He's a fucking he's funny as shit, dude. dude. Bring like, him on, dude. bring him on. We can talk about the Middle he's, East. He's asked to come on. Maybe we can get him to come on. It might not be a bad call with everything that's going on. He's just he's just a fucking he's a, he's a great kid. And I just I, I felt like I needed to shout him out because ah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> Is he a fucking Rangers fan on top of this? No, now? he doesn't he's follow struggling. hockey at all. He doesn't follow oh, hockey. He's a free agent is what I'm hearing. Essentially, yeah. But like sometimes we don't have anything going on. So like I pop the game on and he's like asking questions. I'm like trying to explain to him like this and this and that. And like he's just wait a minute. His energy. He just has really, really good. So, fucking he, energy. so he lives by you, right? No. So I work like 35 minutes away. He lives down. There. But in your area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we go to Northeastern, we're going to need a camera guy. He would dude. honestly, he would probably do it. He, he sometimes he's almost too smart for his own good. And like, I'm asking, I'm like, so dude, when you pray, like, do you talk out loud? And he's like, like quietly, I'm like, okay, well, what language do you do? Cause I always wondered that like, you're, you're from Algeria. You speak three languages. Like when you're thinking, like what language are you thinking in? You know what I mean? That's not a bad question. And he's like, it's Arabic. And then he just, he explains everything. And like, dude, Algeria had some really fucked up shit happen when he was a kid. And just like, oh, yeah. just the way he just explains everything. And he doesn't well, make me feel like I'm a fucking idiot. And it's, no, it's really no, that's fine. Well, he's treating you with respect. Well, remember when I, I don't know anything about that. When shit. I asked uh, Alina and Chloe, remember I asked them what language they dreamed in. So it's yeah. not a bad question. It's, it's just the whole fucking perspective thing's crazy. Like I, I really kind of figured out that I just kind of live in a bubble, dude. It's yeah. it's hockey, Chipotle, my friend's girlfriend, and that like in the Rangers, Chipotle. and like you, welcome to the bubble. And my mom's <laughs> Christmas cookies, like that's about it. And like, there's just so much more going on in the world than it. It's cool. It's it's and something else that we do is we grease the pipes. That's what we say. We always do crosswords. Like when it gets slow at work, like we'll just fucking just start hammering crosswords. Have you have you tried this mini crossword puzzle for the New York Times, the daily mini thing? I feel like I don't know if we do New York Times. We do USA Today and the dictionary.com one's crazy. And also I can't just shout out Safi without shouting out my boy Kendall, my boy Adam, my boy Corey, and my boy Joe. Like everybody on my shift is fucking sweet. I work a really blue collar job where like you kind of just go and you do your work and you're leaving. What I realize is if you're working with cool people in this job, it makes your job way better than if you're oh, working yeah, with kids. Cause it's literally, you go in, you do your shit and you leave, but like, they're all really cool and they're, I don't know. They're fucking awesome. So just shout yeah. out. I I'm actually enjoying my job for the first time in a really long time. So it's, that's it's, good, man. Yeah. Nice. Um, so here's in zeros done. There you go. Oh boy. Three stars.
three stars of the year. That, so that was that was a crazy hero, by the way. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's good though. Um. All right. So I went on a podcast today. Did you know that? I did. Did are you sure? Yeah, you told me. Well, I went I mean, on a podcast. It's called On the Money Line. Go on Instagram at On the Money Line. Uh, it's fucking cool. They do gambling. We do hockey. I was wondering if you and I were to form a different podcast that was not hockey related, what would it be? So we're going to do three. Oh, it was stars. you and I? No, 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 no. Like, oh. you're on, whatever. So what, right, what's your right, third star? My third star. <laughs> I don't know what I would call it, but this is the idea that this is the name that popped in my head. Advice for idiots. Okay. Remember we remember we talked a while back. Like I need to teach a course on how to be an adult, right? Remember, like yeah. how to tie a tie. Yeah. There are so many people that are fucking morons that I interact with on a daily basis. I think they need a hotline to call in so I can basically tell them pull yeah, your yeah. head out of your ass. Yeah. I could. We yeah, could. Wait, that would be so good for you and your psyche, dude. You would fucking love that. You'd be like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. This is why. We can call it Red Foreman. <laughs> you know, what was that? Yeah, 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 Red yeah. Foreman podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's good, dude. Uh, my third star is going to be um, there's a store in upstate New York, probably all about New York, really. It's like a convenience store slash gas station. It's called Stewart's. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish that I could just do a Stewart's podcast where, like, we would kind of go Stewart's? about Stewart's, the people who go to Stewart's. Like, it's you just such recipes. <laughs> hot dogs like whatever it would be like and bring on different people like it it sounds so dumb it actually sounds really dumb i should probably start to- stop talking about it but like that's just a store that i fucking love and i love to do a stewart's podcast there I mean, you go well my number two star is an idea that was floated to me by a friend it's called because i own a painting company so it's called paint cast the podcast and his idea was that he and i work together with uh like lavalier mics the little lapel ones and we work and we just talk because we have a pretty good banter. And um, and then you would hear the ASMR of like the rollers going and the paint buckets getting dipped and everything. And, and the hook is we would never show pictures of the job we did and we would never say the color that we did or maybe just the name or something. I forget how he said it. The downside of this idea of his is that getting him to work for me is like a nuclear launch. You would think I don't pay him when he does, but I do pay him very well for what he contributes it's probably but, he's probably just worried that the american's gonna fucking alpha the british dude that, that <laughs> my, my so, so yeah it has that one's on the back burner but that's my okay. number two paint cast the podcast all right my uh my number two star i started listening to this podcast you know who theo vaughn is theo vaughn he's the comedian with the mullet he's fucking hilarious dude okay he, I've been listening to him. I've been listening to a lot of Shane Gillis. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. He's another comedian. He got canceled from Saturday Night Live, and now he's like, dude, he has a Netflix special. If you get a chance, fucking watch it. Like, mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to have a podcast and just bring on strictly nothing but comedians and just hear about how they got to where they're at. I'm sure there's probably a podcast. There's a lot of com- comedian yeah. podcasts. But it'd be, but for my, like, make me happy, it'd be really cool because they're hilarious and they're yeah. like cool dudes. And it'd be like just shooting the shit and like you get a couple laughs and that'd be it. Nice. So my number one, and this is something you can all look forward to, maybe this winter, uh, we already have a name. It's called Why You're Wrong. Coming to headphones near you. Yeah, it's called Why You're Wrong, and it's me and Alistair Poppycock, played by my buddy Snoop. Uh, So it's the two of us, and the plan is, like I told you, 
he's a huge hockey fan, loves the Bruins. Gun to his head, I don't think you could name six guys on the roster. All right, let me try. Him or you? Me. Zaka, McAvoy, Omar, Swayman. Oh, yeah, I can do. DeBrusque. Oh, yeah. you can. Oh, there's no way he there's no way he knows who Pavel Zaka is. He would is say this, is, this, is, this, is this the revolutionary war, dude? Yeah, this is him. Shocking. So he and I, this is called Why You're Wrong. And we're the plan is to go, hey, Brownie, what's going on with the Bruins? And I catch him up on what's happened since we last talked. And then we both bring, we've gone back and forth either two or three items that we have to argue and defend. I think it'd be pretty funny. I think it would be. I just so, we're gonna try it. We'll see what happens. So you're having a Bruins podcast, essentially what it is. Okay. No, because it'll be like it literally is gonna be like me explaining algebra to a fucking puppy is what it's gonna be like. I'm sure he's gonna appreciate that. I yeah, he's gonna listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> um, my number one star. I'd love a slow pitch softball podcast. Um, oh my god, it is slow pitch softball. The people that go to slow pitch softball, how do I describe this? You ever go to Walmart? Yeah, you ever see like the super aggressive people at Walmart? What do you mean, aggressive? How just like you can just tell, like, they're there's something to them. Okay, I guess. Yeah, the people watching in Walmart, that person that you're watching is probably bad in the sixth hole in slow pitch softball. Like, these people <laughs> are fucking crazy, dude, they're nuts. And like to get free shit and just to hear different stories, they love like I wanna <clears throat> I'm gonna slow pitch softball league. I kind of want to do a slow pitch softball podcast for this specific league next year because I know everybody will listen to it and I know everybody want to hear all the stories that they had. Like it would be unbelievable. That's so that'd funny. be my one star. I do have an honorable mention. I thought of it when we were talking. I think it would be cool to do, and I'm sure there are, but I think it would be cool. And I know we said no hockey. But it would be cool to do a women's hockey podcast focused on just women's hockey and the Huskies. That's a no that's fucking cool. brainer, dude. You should fucking do that. That'd be that'd be cool. You should 100% do that. And I want to just Husky. focus I want to focus straight on <clears throat> cuz we already kind of do that. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't I'm not too familiar with like women's hockey, but like I haven't heard of a women's hockey podcast. So like Well, I don't know if we if we're looking for it either, so. I guess, but I don't know. All right, guys. Hour 23 minutes. How do you feel? Pretty good. And hey, for those that have stuck with us patient-wise with our not having podcasts out, hockey season's here. She's yeah. going to be hearing the dulcet tones of Ked and Brownie on a weekly basis on the reg. So I'm going to be, this Rangers team is going to get me so unhinged, I can already tell. Yeah, I feel like you're going to have some wild fucking mood swings throughout this season. Oh, yeah, dude. Right now, I think we're winning the cup. Talk <laughs> to me next week when we go 0-3 because Jonathan Quick can't stop a beach ball. This is why I picked the Bruins as my wild card team. <laughs> I thought about picking the Rangers as my old card team, but just in the first three games, dude, they look so fucking good. Oh God. So I don't know. It's just it, dude, it, it's nice to see a team with structure. Oh. Hey, speaking of quick, did you see that uh the Columbus gave him a video for the hour he was a blue jacket? I thought yeah, that was great. I don't know. Like no, was, dude, that's funny. So that's cool. engagement. That's good. I like that. That's I good. I thought the Fantelli video that they did with him was cool. Yeah, that the kid Fantelli's gonna be something. He'll be good. That Cooley kid's gonna be fucking really good, dude. Yeah. I have a, I think Arizona's finally getting some pieces together. They're still you think, what's Cooley? You think Cooley you're you should have asked your odds guys what's Cooley for Calder? Oh, that's I mean it's Bedard. Bedard's winning the Calder. I, I think there's gonna be some writers that are gonna it's gonna be the bounce back. Like, fuck this kid. He's gotta <laughs> yeah, earn it. They're probably because they're too focused on all the fucking extracurricular shit in hockey, not watching the fucking game. 
Maybe, but that's why I got Devin Levi. I think I got him at plus 1,200. I mean, if he goes off. But there's no way Bedard doesn't win. There's no way. I don't know. You want to do a double or nothing Taco Bell? <laughs> All right, guys, that's a podcast. Brian, what else you got? Nothing. Listen, hey, we'd love to see you out at the rink. If you see me at Matthews, please say hello. If you see Ket at Matthews, go the other way. Gasp and faint. Uh, go yep. Bruins, go Rangers, and as always, God bless you, Jerome Aginla. Ken, if you're listening to this, make sure you clip the Go Rangers part that he just <laughs> said, and I'm going to put out a video of him saying that a thousand times in a row. <laughs> put on YouTube. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. We're going to talk to you soon. Uh, it's hockey season. Let's go. So um, until next time, see you guys later. See you.